Joyful greetings, my friends, from the Science of Mind Spiritual Center, a global community in unity. I know that you all had a very happy, healthy, and joy-filled Thanksgiving, and I'm so happy you chose to join me today. Let's make this another day of not just giving, but thanksgiving, and let's fill our minds and our hearts with that love and gladness, let the spirit of joy and happiness, gratefulness and compassion pour out of us onto the world as we fulfill our mission, making the world a better place spirit to spirit. If you would like information about our center, please go to our website at SOMSpiritualCenterLA.org. You can enjoy listening to the meditations and the talks online or on our podcast. Feel free to look around and see what interests you. As you know, my intention is to see that you are uplifted, inspired, and encouraged to live your biggest heartfelt dreams while you enjoy peace of mind and love and vibrant health and happiness and a life that is filled with an abundance of richness and goodness. If this message gives you some of that, I ask you to consider donating to our center. You may give at any time and any amount, automatically, weekly, or monthly. That is up to the individual. Each and every donation is deeply appreciated and it makes a difference. As you know, systematic giving means regular giving and it opens the way to systematic regular receiving. When we give to where we're being spiritually nurtured, it always comes back to us multiplied in so many wonderful ways. Your giving contributes to the growth and the expansion of this global spiritual community. And at the same time, as we continue to fulfill our organizational responsibilities, while also supporting and assisting others to expand and prosper through the many organizations that we support. You may donate with a credit card through PayPal from our website or from the weekly email blast we send or by mail. And our mailing address is 14431 Ventura Boulevard, number 586 Sherman Oaks, California, 91423. I thank you for being an active and loving, supportive part of our global spiritual family. You're making a difference to many far and wide and in so many wonderful ways. And once again, here is one of those ways. This week, we are donating to Doctors Without Borders, which provides independent, impartial, medical humanitarian assistance in more than 70 countries to people affected by conflict, disease, outbreaks, natural and human-made disasters, and exclusion from health care. I thank you in advance for joining us in supporting Doctors Without Borders. If you would like to email me, I would love to hear from you. Let me know where you're listening from, what's going on in your life. Maybe you want to ask me some questions. My email address is faithfilled2 at aol.com. 
www.thepowerofpositivity.com. And now, if you would join me in the opening treatment. Get quiet, if you can, wherever you are. Rest back or sit back. And as we surrender to the one presence, one power, one mind, God infinite good, we recognize we are one with this one supreme power. We are established in love, unity and peace, open and receptive to its perfect intelligent action. We're controlled by the action of love and truth. The full functioning power of spirit goes forth from us and makes the way clear. Gratefully, we walk the path of infinite wisdom and accept its guidance. And as we gratefully accept the power of these profound words as the absolute truth, always know and always remember there is a power within you. It can lift your life to its highest level it can change illness into health. It can bring success out of failure and victory out of defeat. It can bring companionship and happiness out of loneliness. It will respond to you. It is the power within you. And so it is. Well, here it is, the last Sunday in November, as we conclude our theme, Boundlessly Blessed, and we move forward to today's topic, appreciative for the vibrancy of wholeness. There's a wise Yiddish adage that says, if we thanked God for all the good in our lives, there wouldn't be time to weep over the bad. So during this month, we have been spending our time each week being grateful for being so boundlessly blessed. Today, the blessing for which we are being grateful, extremely grateful, comes in the form of health. It seems appropriate that we express gratitude for our health right now. With physical challenges facing so many people in today's world. But today we will stand in gratitude for three things. First, we stand in gratitude for the spiritual truth of our physical nature. And second, we will stand in gratitude for the spiritual growth physical challenges can bring. And finally, we'll stand in gratitude for the power of prayer, affirmative prayer, that is, spiritual mind treatment, to bring forth our wholeness. So gratitude for the spiritual truth of our physicality. Well, the Apostle Paul said, no ye not that ye are the temple of the living God? And that is the question I would ask each one of you today. Do you know that your physical body is a temple that houses God as you? When we think about buildings that are temples from biblical times to today, what do we know about how they're treated? Yes, they're revered, respected, treated with utmost care and love, they're nurtured, they are given time and attention. And is that how we treat our temples? Maybe. But often we can be like the comic strip character Hagrid the Horrible, 
And Hagar said, what can I do to feel better, Dr. Zook? The doctor said, you must stop drinking, overeating, staying out late, and you must start exercising regularly. Well, as Hagar arrives home, his wife, Helga, asks him, what did you find out at the doctor's office? He says, that it might be time to get a new doctor. But let's affirm together, I am grateful for my body temple. Yes, I am grateful for my body temple. Here's another thing for which to be grateful regarding our physical temple. At the core of our being, at the spiritual level of our physical beingness, there is a pattern of perfection. It is how we're made in the image and likeness of God. In fact, all the prayer work we ever do and the training that our professional practitioners receive is to realize that at the core of each individual is wholeness and to call that forth. Or, as Ernest Holmes says over and over and over again in The Science of Mind, there is only perfect God, perfect man, perfect being. And then he wrote on page 191 of The Science of Mind, we will deliver ourselves from sickness and trouble in exact proportion to the discovery of ourselves and our true relationship to the whole. In fact, there really is nothing ever to be healed, only wholeness to be revealed or the truth to be revealed. Now, I'm not going to take the Pollyanna approach and say that there's no sickness or pain. I urge you, though, to consider the possibility that pain and sickness, disease are only part of the picture of the whole you. Here's a great analogy I've used it many times. You may be living in the basement of your house and it may be uncomfortable, damp, cold, even dark. But the basement's only part of a whole house. I agree that it is uncomfortable in the basement, but the warm, comfortable, spacious, and well-lighted house still exists. A doctor is not wrong when he or she gives a diagnosis. Doctors are trained to see facts and to deal with them. Despite the fact of appearances, you are whole. Life is whole and the universe is whole. We must stop seeing ourselves in part. In other words, stop living in the basement. You're a spiritual being right now. All of the power and presence, all of the wholeness of the universe, the entire house, so to speak, is available to you right now. Here's another affirmation that I suggest you say as often as you want. I'm grateful for my wholeness. Yes, I am grateful for my wholeness. We're grateful for our body temple and we're grateful for the wholeness that we are. And then we're invited to make wise decisions about how to show up in the world, how to care and nurture the body temple. And you get to be the one to decide how you do that. If getting a flu shot or taking medication is what you are called to do, then honor that. And in addition, watch your attitude and always use wisdom. Holmes wrote, In this science, we believe that our life is a drama which takes place on three planes. 
the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. We should have no objection to any form of healing for anything that helps to overcome suffering is good. Whether it be a pill or a prayer, we believe in any method which produces results for each has its place in the whole. Again, let us affirm, I'm grateful for my body temple. I'm grateful for my wholeness. I'm grateful for the wise care I give myself. I'll say that one more time. I am grateful for my body temple. I am grateful for my wholeness. I am grateful for the wise care I give myself. Despite all the tender, loving care we give our bodies, illness does visit us, doesn't it? What's up with that? Well, we move on to the second, gratitude for the spiritual growth that physical challenges can bring. Reverend Peggy Bassett, a name some of you will recognize, maybe many of you not, was a minister of one of the most successful and thriving Science of Mind churches in the 70s and the 80s, the Huntington Beach Church. I use her as an example because it's so potent. One day while at a conference at Asilomar, which is where they had their retreats, she was getting ready to take a walk with a friend and said, you know, something isn't feeling right. I think I'll just skip the walk. That was the moment Lou Gehrig's disease began to present itself in her body. She eventually died of this disease. In these New Thought teachings, we are often taken aback when we learn that even spiritually evolved people become ill and, yes, pass away. What were they thinking, we might say? And one of the most insensitive things we can do is ask one of our science of mind friends, how did you create that illness? Carolyn Mace, in her book, The Anatomy of the Spirit, points out that the goal of becoming spiritually conscious is not to outwit death or even to become immune to disease. Rather, the goal is to be able to recognize that even in pain or illness, there's a message of truth to discover. Illness may serve to trigger a spiritual transformation and a dark night of the soul during which we confront our fears and then move on to a higher level of spiritual awareness. Our goal while on this earth, Carolyn Mace, is to transcend our illusions and discover the innate power of spirit. Now here's what Peggy Bassett said. We tend to think that the purpose of prayer is to terminate sickness. We forget that the purpose of sickness may be to initiate prayer or deepen our relationship with the divine. If illness is in the service of our own growth, what is healing? Another affirmation, as you have in mind a current physical challenge or one you've had in the past, this is a great affirmation. I'm grateful for the spiritual growth this physical challenge brings or brought. 
Yes, I'm grateful for the spiritual growth that this physical challenge brings. And this isn't to say that we must bring on some sort of a physical challenge, disease or disorder in order to grow. Let's just be sure and get the healing. And then lastly, gratitude for the power of prayer to bring forth our wholeness. And I know we have formal prayer, spiritual mind treatment, a time we set aside each day usually to pray. But do you also realize that every thought you think is a prayer? Because every thought you think activates this law of God, which is in the manifestation business. So the question is, what prayers are you praying every day, every moment of every day about your life, your body, your health? Whatever you identify yourself with, you will become. Whatever you think about gradually becomes a subconscious pattern, always tending to manifest itself in your experiences. Therefore, how about identifying your physical body with the spiritual reality, which is the very substance and essence of your physical being? I repeat Ernest Holmes' words. We do not deny the physical body, but rather affirm that every organ and action and function of the body is radiant with the perfection of God. There's an inner life of complete perfection which exists at the center of everything, Otherwise, nothing could be. We should identify ourselves with this pattern of our being, claiming its reality in our experience and continuously know that we are animated by the living spirit. We're very definite and direct and we go right to the heart of the thinking within the mind and where conditions need to be changed, we recognize the necessity for changing the thought. This is true in self-healing and in help, which an individual gets through a practitioner, because all healing is self-healing. Mental science isn't rubbing Aladdin's lamp and seeing miracles happen, although it can, but the practitioner can lift the consciousness so healing occurs. However, the practitioner has to be able to help the person change for themselves, and until a person is willing to change themselves, all the practitioners in the world couldn't heal them. Are you willing to change your thinking about your own physical perfection? If you are, then keep up the good work. If not, then this morning you have homework. Be aware this week of what you're thinking about your physical beingness. Just notice it without judgment. And when you notice those thoughts that do not support the revealing of your pattern of perfection, gently and lovingly acknowledge it and then choose a higher thought. Choose a higher thought. It's not difficult. We're just in a habit of sort of a low caliber of thinking or questioning. But now... We're going to go higher out of the basement into the upper room. We're going to choose some higher thoughts right now from Ernest Holmes' affirmation in the Science of Mind magazine in the year 2009, and it will serve as our closing treatment.
Again, a couple of deep breaths in and out. And this is what we are declaring, affirming, accepting, and knowing. In the first person, I identify my body with the perfection of God, the radiant life of the divine being. I identify my physical body with my spiritual body, knowing they are one and the same. I see every organ, every action, and every function of my body belongs to the rhythm of life, and each is a part of the radiant presence of the living spirit. There is perfection in every part of my being. Perfect circulation, perfect assimilation, perfect elimination, wholeness and completeness. My body is a temple of the living spirit which animates it, sustains it, and rebuilds it. I am kept in perfect health perfect harmony, and perfect wholeness. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. All is well, and so it is. And now you go forth as messengers of loving kindness and radiant health in expression and make known this truth so your life continues to increase in value by simply sharing the value with someone else. Until next time, stay safe, be well, be kind, especially to yourself. Namaste.